0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
1: That's fucking delightful. It's been
0: delightful, fucking good combination playing sliding balls into space. Good, excellent. The other the fucking lost. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Europa Report podcast, podcast or whatever you want to call it, in association with the Sunderland Soup Kitchen. Uh, I'm Andy Waterson, and I am joined by Sam Blakey to talk over Sunderland beating Cambridge five-one. Sam, where do we begin? just at the beginning just delightful really I thought
1: it was similar to Shrewsbury but obviously it was different because well we'll we'll start at the beginning we got a penalty Ross Stewart was sort of manhandled should you say he looked a bit rash from the defender jumping on his back but no one around us was even uh, thinking it was a red card and then you hear the cheer and everyone says oh he's been sent off and you see them going mental and at that point I was a bit nervous when Stewart stepped up actually I was thinking he needs this I think it was Phil on the last Said he just needs a goal off his arse or something, and then he'll score. and Literally exactly what happened. Today, he gets a penalty, slots it away, and then um, scores a wonderful goal for his second like wasn't it? it was so it was behind him, and he turned, swiveled into the bottom corner. And we had a little scare when they pulled one back. I thought it was going to be another Shrewsbury, but I thought we handled it really well, and it was quite a. It was a professional performance. Um, I thought what helped with that was Embleton was great Fur, uh, further back, just popping up in little pockets keeping the ball nothing daft and then when he saw a pass going for it it was a great great uh, great performance day when all we needed was three
0: points but you can't you can't grumble at that going into hopefully the playoffs after a 5-1 win well you? yeah exactly I mean it, it leaves us in fourth place yeah. Um, yeah. obviously with six yeah. points off the automatics I think that's that's gone uh-huh. but it's only a point ahead of Sheffield Wednesday I think they've lost today so yeah. we've still got a win on, on Tuesday and we've got a yeah. win on the next Saturday just to keep the momentum going uh-huh. but as I said we'll, we'll start from the beginning obviously the, the penalty you've said we're not sure it's a red card I, I think we're both agreeing it was definitely a penalty yeah yeah yeah. I'm calmly seeing. took away by Ross Stewart you wouldn't have thought he was on a barren run We we put that away and then the second goal I'll put him on the spot with that one has Elliot Emberton meant that? My dad said
1: straight away. I think it's one of those ways. Just looking for an area, isn't he? If you get it, if you get it above the keeper's head, you're looking good, really. You because know? from where we sit in the other, the other end, I thought it had hit the post, hit the keeper. I thought it was an goal. Right. And then we have it half time and it went straight over the keeper's head, like. But uh, no, he's he's flying. It? All great time to hit form, He's he's creating goals. He's scoring goals. He's getting assists to assists. He's, He's finally shown what we thought we had a few years ago maybe and then he went on on load the plaque and showed that and we're finally getting the well maybe the finished product of Elliot
0: El I think we've found his natural position now, haven't we? Where yeah, he's playing yeah. now, you know, I know he's, he's been asked to be a little bit deep, but in the last few games his physicality I think shown too as well. He's you know, he's going into the tap and everything. Yeah. The one thing that lets him down I think is a little bit his pace. Uh-huh. But when you've got you know a right and a left foot like that, you probably don't really need it, to, Especially so, when you've got you know the likes of Gooch likes a broad head who can run, run off you, and Happy Roberts for that matter. I mean, he, was, he, was, he was outstanding. I'll go into the third goal a bit more. Obviously, we did let Cambridge back in with a bit of a daft goal, but the third goal for me is it's a lovely finish. Yeah. I mean, Gooch has put a ball in across, took a little bit of an affection, and Ross Stewart, like, as you he said, he's, he's behind it, he turns, another lot of sixpence. And that was Ross Stewart of yeah. for December and January, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, I think. It's mad because like I said he just made it that goal and the penalty might have given the confidence. If he hadn't scored a penalty or oh, that was last week he might have tried to take it down and lay it off, but that's that's the best Ross Stewart, just instinctive finishing. Like it was such a such a good goal. It was probably my the goals to be honest. Um but no I, I think like you touched on then we'll go into with more Gooch on the right hand side Just he was like hugging the touchline it he was, he was just a constant out ball wasn't he
0: he had an unbelievable game to take Gooch man. yeah we will talk about it a little <laughs> bit more we'll, we'll go over the, the goals in the second half because obviously I think they did step up a little bit in the second half you know, yeah. trying to be patient um, you know played the ball really played some really really nice football at times and it it accumulated in in the fourth goal where has put a superb cross over Nathan Broadhead, another one who's flying as well isn't it we've got players hitting for them at the right time aren't we that's exactly what me and my dad were talking about you're
1: starting to you're starting to think if if we were to play the first leg of the playoffs tomorrow would be harsh leaving people out which is exactly what you want although it's a bit of a headache you want to be going oh we need Pritchard but Emberton's in good form and then you play two up front the Stewart's scored again you you want these problems Um, but no I I thought um, thought, thought everyone just dug in today and it's it's never going to be that easy every game when the opposition have got ten men for eighty
0: minutes, but you can only play what's in front of you ah. And I thought we played it excellently To be fair, well sometimes it's hard to play ten men. You yeah. get that when football managers saying that because they try to, you know, put bodies back. But we just picked them off. Yeah, we did. And obviously the fifth one's come from a corner, and back getting his first goal for the club. It's good for him, you know. He's coming, coming into the day, obviously We've seen Teddy injured, so it's good for him to, you know, get get off the mark. Really, I know that's not what he's there for, but you know, I didn't have to defend much, did he? So, no, no. As the goal. I, I, I was pleased when I saw him on the team sheet actually because
1: although we've been playing well recently I'm not the biggest fan of having one recognised centre-back ah, yeah, I feel yeah. like it gives right too much to do whereas I think although it might be more no-nonsense I think that's our best defensive partnership if we were to go into the playoffs I'd feel much more comfortable with them two together than Circle and Winchester either side of uh, the right.
0: Yeah, and like I say that Pretty much summed it up. We huffed we, we and puffed for another few goals. Then Gooch was like David Beckham, you know, <laughs> he never crosses right. in. You know, we could have had. It could have realistically been eight or nine. Or,
1: or nine somehow. Just the keeper caught. his headed from four yards out, like it was a back pass. It was just mental. But he could have. He could have had about seven assists today, Gooch. I think there was there was a few where Ross Stewart headed over a wide. The one for Broadhead was a great ball in. He got. He got two. He was, it's just a class game now. Seeing the people around me that's where Gooch is at his best right. and he's hugging the touchline one touch cross or one touch shot that's what he's good at because he has got a really good ball on him but he's he sometimes getting his own head and thinks I've got to take on three men yep. but if he keeps it simple like he did can it go wrong
0: yeah I mean he's out of contract at the end of the season and, and all that this is probably for me Worn over the top three, if not the best game I've seen in hundred percent. and this has been the problem within the good for four years, isn't it? Consistency. When yeah. when he does that simple where what he was doing to do was get the ball out of his feet, trying to look a bit up in his face, I of mean, some of his crossing do was absolutely oh, phenomenal. Sure, yeah. And that's I think what's so frustrating, that's why I mean no I don't think anyone should boo a lad when he's getting caught off or getting brought on no, or whatever no. like that. But he kind of won the crowd over today, it, didn't he? Like yeah, every he time did. he got the ball it was huge and all yeah. that wasn't it so, Fair play to the lad You know he, he might be leaving At the end of the season But If he can go out Get us promoters And if he can play like that if Every week towards the to playoffs Fair play to him You
1: know what I mean No I can't hurt Canada I like Gucci He's one of our Well He's got to be our Longest serving player Hasn't he Oh he's got to be He's got to be I, Aye. But Since Honeyman left yeah, Aye. I like Gucci He's always, he's always Give 100% To Sunderland I get why people Find him frustrating he's, He'll have Sometimes one game Like a day And then four bad runs But You've got to look at what he's been through with the club. He's only ever really known failure from being a young lad. Then he's asked to like be a senior figure when he was like 23, 24. He sometimes plays up front, left wing, right wing, right back, left back. And then if he does leave, I think he's been a good servant of the club. Yeah. So hopefully, if he does leave, he can go out on a high.
0: A slight downside to... To the game obviously, Dennis Sirkin obviously was, was yeah, out injured there, we don't know what's wrong with him, but Carl Winchester in the first few minutes gone down and looks like it's a pretty bad injury it's in yeah. his groin, I think. So that's that's a little bit of a blow, especially you know, I can see a go it we want everybody fit. And Winchester's been superb for us, I think, they, they saw a little yeah. bit of a blow, but it saw Callum Doyle come back and I thought Doyle was solid. But, you know, yeah, right?
1: I was surprised to see that he went with Doyle because obviously Trey Hume was with him but he doesn't seem to really fancy him this season. But I would have maybe brought on Betetti and put 0-9 at left or right back. But Aye. I thought Doyle was superb when he came on because he's sort of got the build to be able to play full-back he's, he's powerful, isn't he? He, can sort of, he looks slow but he's got that burst of pace. So yeah. it will be interesting to see what we we'll go with on Tuesday if Serpent's
0: slow. Would be, yeah, yeah. A good thing on the injury front as well though is Alex McCart's back Yeah he showed a few lovely looking uh, tricks um when he came on a half an hour ago. Nice to see him back and was nice to see you know Alex Neil get the chance to rest boy. get the chance to rest um game Evans Evans that's the one he got, he got applauded off which was really yeah. nice to see uh, exactly. he it deserves, deserves hurt, it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see players come back we need them all back for the players for the last run I mean, obviously Rotherham have won today so if Rotherham beat us on Tuesday they go up. Right. so it's a, it's, it's a massive game on, on both ones really because uh-huh. I think if we win it's pretty much a playoff position you know pretty much a playoff player. so I mean, what do you reckon? Do you think Tuesday night, do we go and try and and attack like what we've done today? Or do we do what Alex Nail's been doing quite lately and set up to defend well and catch him on the counter-attack? I mean, would they make any changes?
1: I don't don't know. It's hard because it's a a totally different game. We're seeing him change it when we're playing the likes of Oxford and Plymouth. And he tends to go with that three in counter-attack, which... We'll, we will have opportunities to counter attack because although we're the home team and the form team, like you say, Rotherham need the win more than us, I would oh, say. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was to be a draw, we'd be happier, especially after the day. Um, but no, I, I think, I think he, he alluded to it after the Plymouth game. Alex Neely said, um, I do set out to win every game and I do believe him. He, he might tickle with the personnel and the formation, but especially with another
0: 30,000 fans there, and try and win the game. I know it's been said this week, especially on our group, chat. obviously, with uh, the form that we're in. I mean, that's what, 10, 11 games unbeaten now. Yeah. The, the way that we've closed back in on the top two, I mean, we're six points off. So it's it's not impossible. You know, it's going to need a hell of a swing. However, you know, that little couple of week period where the Roy Keane saga was in, we get Alex Neil in there give him time to bed in and we had two winnable games Yeah. that's probably possible to cost us promotion so maybe it's something where we look at that on the season if we don't go up like, that's where we've gone wrong yeah. really.
1: I think it's it's easy at the end of the season to play the blame game and look back and it, you always know, like uh if we'd have won those games we would have went for the late winner against Oxford and this is not if we are going to pinpoint it it's, it's got to be that like you said them two weeks where we play Doncaster at home in front of what like 35 38,000 and then um, we went 1-0 up against was it Cheltenham, Cheltenham yeah, yeah, and lost. then even Wimbledon we drew one one with and they, they, they had the worst form I've ever seen so yeah. I think if we if we are going to play that game, it's it's a hundred percent then then couple of weeks where we're in limbo really. Yeah.
0: Quickly on the fans as well. I mean, I know we mentioned it last week that I thought the fans a superb game today, but I think you've rushed on it there. Che- giving the lindon go to cheer, yeah. cheering Corey Evans off. That's what we need. We need everyone behind all the players now because they're going to need us to try and get over the line, aren't they? Yeah, I think people I think people are realising that.
1: It's good to see, like like you say. He's, he's not everyone's favourite player and he does frustrate them but as soon as Gooch putting a good cross and his work rate was out of here. people were behind him and I think that's what we're like as a fan base and if we, you take that on Tuesday night it, it 100% gives us the edge over Rosman yeah. and like we alluded to last week on the pod that was mm-hmm. never to be too windy, too uh, windy. <laughs> we said that the home game in the playoffs if we we'll get there is absolutely massive yeah. no team will want to come here whether it's the first or second leg yeah. in front of hopefully what could be maybe a sellout. out yeah. it's here?
0: something like our 15th one win of the season so it's it just shows task how task much of a focus it is um, I'm not going to talk about the playoffs anymore, and, and the way I were, we're watching the angle I've got in this pub, I'm watching Phil Parkinson on the telly. Oh so nice. I'm not going to talk for much longer. Um, so I think like, what kind of summed Cambridge up as well today. I don't want to mention Cambridge because thought that were obviously the ten men and everything like that. But what what summed them up was right in stoppage time, their eh, goalkeeper got shit on by Seagull. Oh, did so, you, uh,
1: what was up with the Seagulls? Did you notice? <laughs> it was like attacking the Seagulls. Attack Everyone was ducking <laughs> around me. I don't know if it was because the game was fizzling out or <laughs> what, but. Um, it was weird there, Keeped. Can you remember in the first half where Broadhead was offside and he kicked it past? I him. kicked it at the net. He, he? He it in net and then sort of got stuck in the net like a fish. It was rather embarrassing. Like, but, uh, yeah. a, I think they, they were maybe hoping to come up the day and have a, a free hit really, and I, I right. think the red card rumor
0: did for them but, Yeah, I mean, I think they'll. I'm, I'm glad that they've seared up I think they were good side obviously they beat Wigan a few weeks ago so yeah. fair play my thought their fans were superb as well I've never shut up despite going 1-0 well, down well, now down, yeah, down the eight minutes it's one of
1: those where you've made the journey
0: so you're going to see we've, up, we've
1: yeah. done it plenty of times that's so it, that's then. it.
0: Um, we'll leave it there um, Sam thanks very much for, for joining us there no, um, anytime. I think we'll be back on Tuesday uh, for me as well best it up to some of the ladies tomorrow they are playing Durham it's a weird derby it's sold out uh, I can't wait for it, to be honest. So best of luck some of the ladies. Me and Sam are off to go buy some and from ones. So you all take care. Bye-bye for now. I I I'm on my way. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,